Welcome to the podcast, everybody. My name is Anthony Diaz-Pazito. I'm Seth Fry. And I am Chris Gale. And this is Death Threat Radio. Please stand by. What the fuck is up? All that jelly and no toast. Coming off the mic, it's easy motherfucking E. Word. I'm about to rip shit up, shit up, shit up, shit up. Hi. What's going on? I don't know. You tell me. Living the dream. Dreaming to live. Dreaming bro. to live, motherfucker. Dreaming, dreaming, dreaming to, to live. live. <laughs> you know, if you think about it, that's real. We're all sitting here going, man, I just want to have a life. <laughs> dreaming to live. Dreaming to live, bro. I'm living to ride and riding to live, bro. <laughs> Fucking Babylon. <laughs> Did you just say Ramblon, dude? No. Ramblon! <laughs> don't ever do that, dude. No. Yeah, I, don't get me started, dude. I, what, what sing that? that song. <laughs> what was that? What? Ramblon? Ramblon! It's, it's like a nervous tick. You can't. Was, I heard fucking something on. Wrap it on, dude. I was listening to it's, the. It, well, first of all, can we let's explain that it is the evening. It's it normally is the not evening. the evening. It is the evening. It is that we are actually recording today on Friday evening. Yeah, so we got the Friday. Normally funnies. we don't do that, and we are right. We're, the only reason we're doing that is for Chris Gaylor. It is. Yeah, thank you guys. I appreciate. Well, it. you're welcome because this fucking you sucks. should be because I. <laughs> <laughs> Because I actually canceled plans to go see Steve Earle. <laughs> oh my God, we're there fucking, we are 40 seconds into the podcast. <laughs> He's already fucking said it, dude. I thought it was the name that could not be named. I know. You mean, Voldemort. Don't you mean you had plans to see Voldemort? I had plans to see Voldemort, <laughs> and Christ Chris Gaylor fucked him up, dude. Um, so, yeah, no, Chris Gaylor wants to hang out with his kids tomorrow because he's got to go out of town on Sunday. Yep. So, yep. instead of doing Father's Day on Sunday, he's doing it on Saturday. And so, we're doing the podcast on Friday. Hashtag dad life. Hashtag, Hashtag dad life. Evening fucking podcast. Yeah, so you get to hear our Friday fun. Friday. You were going to be dumb anyways. You were going to say done. something about Friday fun day. And that's, I'm done. It wasn't even cool. I'm, done. Cool. It's done. <laughs> I'm, done. <laughs> I'm over it. Sorry. Yeah. Podcast <laughs> over. Have a good weekend. Uh, I'm moving on. <laughs> Boop, fuck it. I ruined it. Moving on. I said Friday for Friday and that's it. It's ruined. <laughs> we can't do it anymore. There's no more. Yeah, right? Jeez. So me and Seth have been scrubbing the fucking our casa. Fucking domicile. Yeah, I walked in, got a good whiff of some pine saw and fucking ammonia. Like, Well, see, here's the thing is we don't have a garage, right? We live out the middle of nowhere and there's like it's a big house but there's no garage yeah you do so we store everything in the laundry room right (laughs) Right. then so that just becomes the shit pile and so today we cleared every fucking thing out of there and scrubbed on our hands and fucking knees scrubbing the the bathroom and the fucking kitchen kitchen and everything so yeah i questioned their sobriety when i walked in like hmm he's tweaking again (laughs) check it out if i'm tweaking spun if i'm tweaking i'm in the room jacking off like i'm not i'm not cleaning i'm not cleaning anything (laughs) what's tweaking have to do with you doing that You'd do that anyway. Well, just for the longer duration. Right. Oh, okay. The longevity. The longevity. Four or five days of jacking off. I just don't have time for that right, right now. Right. <laughs> it takes fucking copious amounts of methamphetamine for me to get in the mood for that. <laughs> four or five days. If you walk in and Anthony's drawing naked women, you know he's on speed. Yes. I like, I'm like. i such so into porn when I'm spun that I draw porn and then jerk off to the porn that I've drawn. That's it's true. Some, that's, some st- <laughs> that's straight dedication well, right It's just there. a disgusting Good drug, dude. It it's is. It's a horrible. disgusting drug that makes people really what, fucking What, jacking weird. off? No, no, that's Chris, a disgusting drug too. Crystal methamphetamine is, is a hell of a drug. Crystal methamphetamine is a hell of a drug. Chapter I am yeah. fucking very glad is over in my life. Thank yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. what the fuck? Speaking of drugs, let's talk about drugs a little bit. All right. Can we talk about the cops? <laughs> we who, have to talk about who these. Who raided this? Okay. What in Santa Ana, <laughs> there's these cops who California. allegedly raided a fucking oh, we're dispensary. Those guys cops. 
They raided a dispensary that I guess it didn't have permits. This is the right. rap. The rap was it had no permits, right? So there's a video of them trying to destroy all the cameras, okay? Right. First, they throw everybody out of this place. They're, well, of course, they bust in like fucking guns drawn. Right. Down on the fucking ground, right? And all these people are like, what the because fuck? Because these are hardened criminals, yeah. not just people running And it's a funny in the video because like nobody reacts real quickly. Right. Like, the door gets kicked open and there's masked men with guns running in and everybody just kind of turns around. What? What, what the hell, man? man? That's harsh. Stumps, bro. Don't fucking harsh my mellow, pig. So, so they all lay on the ground. They kick them all out. And they show you the cops trying to pull down all the fucking the video cameras. Yeah, right. right. To break them but down. they miss one. It must be a little button camera, you know, like Had a little tiny been, one. They missed that motherfucker playing. The dude was like almost looking right at it while well, he's knocking the other one yeah, down. Yeah, he's next ripping to it. it down with a bar, like a crowbar. One yeah. of those fucking, uh, what are those bars called that the, the firemen use? You know what I'm talking about? The big ass bar with it's like a. Looks like a fucking dinosaur head on one side and a fucking <laughs> yeah no it's just a breaker bar but... no but it's a, it's got all kinds of little gadgets yeah anyway it, it, it's a special uh, it's got a name hammer. it's a thing of awesome it's got a name I don't yeah, remember what the fuck's called anyways they knock all the shit down they're knocking the fucking uh, screens down and then they proceed to eat all the fucking edibles yeah it's crazy place. when you watch the video as it plays out they're eating edibles and then it shows them like a couple minutes later and they're like giggling and laughing playing yeah, darts fucking... and then they're playing darts they're like unwrapping these chocolate bars right and taking bites and passing them around and shit and I'm going are you fucking kidding me right? dude? they just busted this place allegedly because it's a fucking drug den right they're, yeah. they're right. raiding it like it's a drug den and then they get fucking high and play darts well and then yeah, there what was, in the place what the fuck is going on dude there was a female pig Oh, no, sorry, police officer. <laughs> and um, she was talking about, uh, there was some lady who was in Sweep. there who, who had one leg. And she's like, I was about to fucking kick that bitch in the gun or whatever the fuck she the was going to say. Yeah, yeah. I was going to stump punch I, that bitch. I was about like, to kick what? her in the stub or to the nub or the knob. Or what the nub, fuck nub, is that's wrong yeah, with you people, nub. dude? So yeah. apparently they're under investigation by the. Uh, you know, I what investigation do they need? They I don't know. Did you pull the article up? Camera. I got. Yeah, I'm looking at it right here. It's. Uh, let's see. Let's get to the point here. We're talking. Well, let's about get the to the meat of the let's potatoes. Get to the meat. So it tells about the cops tearing the place apart, strip cameras to the walls, yank the DVR off the shelf in the back room. They play darts, sample. The presumably cannabis laced goods. Presumably, otherwise. if you take yeah. a fucking chocolate bar out of the case at a dispensary, right. <laughs> that's a fucking edible, dude. No, yeah. Yeah. They're not just like, oh, by the way, in case you're stoned, here's some Snickers. No, no dude, no. those are edibles. And yeah. and just to be clear, normal Snickers don't cost forty five fucking dollars. Yeah. Okay. No, like, dude. And they were fucking. They straight were like shit. Okay. I got friends that I've been real close with. We don't share a Snickers bar around, dude. No. I don't buy myself a Snickers bar, take a bite, hand it to Seth, he no. hands it to Chris. No, they were sharing this no. fucking thing around. You know what dude. you do that with? Drugs. drugs. You do that with drugs. So what did you? What else did you get out of it, Chris? This article only talks about the series of events that went down, which is pretty much what we talked about just now. It doesn't. Does it say what's happening with the cops? Yeah, I'm gonna pull up another one and see if I can find that. Because last did I say heard, there's an investigation. Yeah, what process. is that? That doesn't mean shit. My thing is, what the fuck are you investigating? These motherfuckers are caught on camera fucking doing this. Well, shit. aren't you fired? I mean, if you did that, shouldn't you be fired? Fuck yeah. Oh yeah. Instantly and prosecuted. You should be prosecuted to the full extent. Breaking and entering for theft for all of it. They should be prosecuted just the same as if I kicked in the fucking door. Well, I don't know if they they apparently had a warrant to do the, the raid in the first place. I don't know if they had a warrant. The minute, in my mind, the minute that they started doing blatantly illegal acts, yeah. right, then you, you, you have separated yourself from being an officer of the law. You are now acting as a citizen doing illegal fucking acts, and huh. you need to be charged as a citizen. This idea that we have that somehow... Because they're police officers, they should be held to a lesser standard. Yeah, yeah. 
And we've talked about this we've before. Talked, you've said these exact words before. Yeah. yeah, it's bullshit. They need to be held to a higher standard. Well, they do. At least to the same standard. At least you know to I mean? the, right. At least to the same standard. What gets me is the hypocrisy that okay, we're going to raid this place because it's drugs and it's illegal and we're not supposed to do this. Right. But then we're going to eat the fucking weed. No. They're, we're going to raid this place because we can. And then we're going to eat the weed. And then we're going to eat the weed. <laughs> right. That's what that is. Why do you suppose they ate the edibles instead of just smoking weed? Probably because it's fun. What? The, you mean the, the, the edible high is yeah, fun? I'm sure. I was just saying, like, maybe does it leave your system quicker? Does it not show up as fast? I, or I don't know. I don't know. But, they, I mean, they, they obviously like, they like to get high. Right? Yeah, apparently. They like, loved it. Like most people do. And um, they. So keep... why is this shit illegal? Uh, well, we could talk about the alcohol fucking lobby. I mean, we could talk about the innate racism of fucking of anti marijuana laws. I mean, we can go back to that. Do you think <laughs> but... the ra- there's racism in marijuana laws? Oh, there definitely is. Um, and it, it's. That's how it started. The DuPont. Well, it started because of the Mexicans that we used to bring across the border to do work. I, forget, I can't remember the name that what they used to call them, but they were, in the forties, we brought immigrant labor over here. Yes, and we did it, and we paid them good money, and we brought them over in in trains, and then they would put their money in Mexican banks, and the Mexican economy was actually really good then. Right. Then when the depress or well, I don't know what year it is. It was early when the 19, depression early. hit. So it had been the thirties. Okay, so yeah. when the depression hit. We said, now we can't have them anymore. They're not, I forget what it's called. It's a something worker program. I yeah, I'm going to look it called. up. There was a name for it. And I, but I, one of the big things that came out of that was in order to keep them away, because some of the farmers still want to use them. They're like, dude, we've been using these people for 30 years. I right. Mean, I'm now using the grandparents of the, the original worker or the grandkids of the original workers that came here. Right. Right. But then that's when Reefer Madness came out and the big well, fight about. And a lot of it was, uh, and I saw like a documentary on it. I don't know 100% how factual it is, but they said that a lot of that push from DuPont. Yeah. Because they were coming out with synthetic fibers for use for rope and stuff. And hemp rope was very, very strong and sure. very, very useful. So there was this big push by the DuPont company to get rid of, to get rid of hemp and get rid of marijuana. And how they did that was with things like Reefer Madness saying, Hey, these, these fucking niggers are smoking pot and raping white women. Well, that was... I don't know if, it's, yeah. if that's what it is. That, that was one of the that reasons. That was one yes. of the... Yes, that was one of them. <laughs> and them terrible jazz musicians. It's, yeah. It's all yeah. The jazz musicians. That's and it was, it, was, it was blatant racism. It was Brace- like, hey, if we let... Uh, Bracero like, program, I believe is what... Yeah, yeah. What, say it again? The Bracero program. Ah, Bracero program. Bracero. That's it. Yeah, that's what Sorry. they were, that's what I they were said a little white. No, 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 no. You're right. Bracero. But that's it the program. The, it was the Bracero program. That's the program where we set up... And then we crippled their economy because they... They came back the next year, and these people had loans and shit based on the money they were making, and it just crushed the banking system right. there. Yeah. So we're actually at fault in some ways most of for, the time. for the negative economy. <laughs> they have most of the time. We're at yes. fault for a lot of shit. Most of the time. We but are. yeah. So pot's illegal because of racist. Yep. But really, that, that's not it. Pot's illegal because uh, people were able to tab into that racism for their own gain. I did. Why is it illegal now, though? I mean, what's the point now? The point now is it, it's big money. It's big money having it be illegal. For well, who? for the for well, for police medi- forces, the prison systems. Um, yeah, beyond exactly. that, actually, the medical marijuana lobby doesn't want it legal. Right. The doctors that write you the recommendation, they don't want it legal. No, they, because they, they make whole a, businesses. They make a that. ton of money on it. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, a, they do, and they actually vote against it often. They, yeah. yeah, they vote against it, but are all for legalization, but vote against it because of the money they make off of right. having it. They so, want to keep it medical. Yeah. There's vested interests. 
there's vested interests in keeping it illegal. And a lot of that, in terms of our government, is people that get paid by the prison industry, people that get paid by the by the police industry. By they get they get paid by that shit. Yeah, and so, the CIA would be out of a job if we did that. We don't definitely don't want to do that. So. Well, that there'd be a ton of people out of a job. Like, and if you figure how many people get busted for pot, how many people go to prison for pot, go to jail for pot, how how much money is seized in terms of pot like oh yeah for sure it's insane and not and not just like how much pot is seized but okay so if they pull you over and you have a bunch of pot then they take your car yeah and if you have just enough just the right amount of fucking pot on you they could do that whole forfeit uh asset force yeah forfeiture thing and just take all your shit and uh they're gonna hang on to it until you're able to fucking come up the money to get a lawyer to fight him to get it back right which is usually more expensive than the it's, and the it's police crazy. department keeps all that, yeah. so it's a huge fucking stream it's, it's, of revenue. Well, for the a bunch asset of forfeiture it's an is industry. fucking absolutely ridiculous. The I shit think that, that they is, take right. Yeah, there's a uh, like oh yeah, we're taking your flat screen TVs, we're taking your nice refrigerator. Well, they, no, they your, have whole corridors, right? They have places, your cars. Where they know um, that yeah. people move from one spot to the other to get drugs, right? Yes. So where when you have like the inner city guys or guys who are going into the inner city to cop drugs, right? They have cops set up on those roads just to pull you over, and they find open your car right. and seize your vehicles. Yeah. It's crazy. And that's well, all they're there for. Yeah. And then they well, auction it off when you can't afford to get it back. Well, they auction thing. They're never giving the fucking thing back. That's Okay. This this is a nice springboard. Let's talk about the farce of the farce. Uh, uh, sobriety checkpoints. Okay. They're, I- they're not to catch drunk people. No, no they're, they're not. not. There, it's a revenue stream. They're there to catch people that don't have registration or don't have insurance or have warrants or have tickets. And so they can seize your car. Yeah. They can impound your car. And they always do it on Friday. They always do it on a Friday. So you're not getting your car till Monday. Right. Yeah, and they give you the minimum. It's going to cost you fucking three well, days worth of storage. Fees. Right. And depending on what you got pulled over for, you might get the minimum 30 days in jail along with the minimum 30-day impound. So by the time you get out, you can't afford to get your shit back. Right. Here's the thing. If you put a sign up that says DUI checkpoint ahead, I should be able to pull up to that fucking checkpoint, right. roll down my window, say, let me see a breathalyzer. Blow in the breathalyzer and, and say, no, you're away. not seeing my ID right. or my fucking driver's license or my away. registration. Boom, and take off. That's yeah. it. I should be able to do that. You should be able to. Because that's the premise, right? Like, I you're setting stick- this up to, to, to protect the streets from drunk drivers. Fine, I'm all for that. I'm, I'm not all drunk. for public safety. Right. Give me the breathalyzer. Boom. Blow in the breathalyzer. Zeros. Okay, go fuck yourself. Right. And drive away. I should be able to do that. And, but you can't. And but no, you can't. well, guys, try. Oh, I know. Then they, I've they, seen a thousand videos where guys are like, well, they, yeah, they you know, got they the window like cracked the window open. Yeah, so they they hold a sign it. up to the window that says, I'm not rolling down my window. Have you seen that? There, yeah. There's a new sign. There's a new thing that you actually just stick outside your car. Right. right. These are what pe- This is what people are doing. They're putting their registration, insurance, and driver's license in a little pouch, right? Right. And it goes right. You're not even, they're not even allowed to touch it. The cops can't right. touch it because right. it goes in this little. Like a clear like, sleeve pouch? It, yeah, that hangs off the window, right? And then they just roll the window back up. Right. So the cops will be like. Excuse me, trying to talk to people. Just point at and it. And the guy's right just there. like, it's all right there. You know what I mean? Right. Excuse me, sir, we need to speak. No, it's all right no, there, it's buddy. all right there. Run my name. Check it out. Talk I know. To them, which is fantastic. It's except great. Except that, unless you got a camera on, unless you're making a deal about it, you're going to get fucked with. If you the do cops that. could fuck with you. And I like fucking with cops. Um, as long as I'm not riding dirty, as long as I got my insurance and my registration and everything all good, you know what I mean? Which is not always. Which is not always. Sometimes it, sometimes I don't. I, I don't have my shit squared up, but <laughs> but um, usually I'm pretty good. It, it just uh, for one, I don't, I do not let cops search my car, and yeah. this this is not as big of a problem as it used to be. But when you're younger, cops ask to search your car quite a bit every single time All they the pull you over. Time, every single yeah. time they pull every you over, time. and I haven't had a cop ask in a few years, and I'm 
really, I'm kind of disappointed because I like to tell them no. <laughs> well, now, and I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Now you don't have to uh, wait around for the dog they, either. They've made it a law. You yeah, no longer have to wait around exactly. for the dog. And that was how they would always. That's unlawful detaining, isn't that, it? They'd always well, it's like, always been unlawful detention, right? It's yeah, always that's what, been. That that's way. how they got that law pushed. But now what they're saying is, you don't. You know, we're waiting. You're stopping people from conducting their business or going right. about their life while you wait on another cop to come on the assumption that maybe you'll find something. And the only reason you're calling a dog is because you didn't fucking find anything to begin with. Right. And you don't have right. any absolute proof. If you smelt pot or smelt drugs or booze in the car, you'd already have me out of the car, but you don't have that. So, right. you know. And, and they get upset, you know, and like you can really fuck with them and be like, oh, uh, yeah, you can search everywhere but the glove box. See, I worry about, <laughs> this you is know. my fear about getting pulled over by cops right now. Um, with the way shit goes, has been going down with the law. Right. I've, I, I'll be. I've got two DUIs under my belt from a long time ago. So a third for me would be fucking just prison. De- devastating. Yeah, prison. it would ruin. And I life. worry about that one fucking cop who just wants to be that guy. Oh yeah, motherfucker. We'll give you. We'll, we'll, I can make this work my way. And that's what I worry about. You mean the guy who runs your name and decides you're being a dick and says he's going to oh, say drinking. you're drunk anyway? Right. Yeah. Well, well, there's proof. You can prove that. You can fight. You that. go to the True. police department and you, and you say you want a blood test, and then you're fine. Well, yeah, hopefully, yeah, hopefully, hopefully. You know, they can do whatever the fuck they, they want. They really can, and that's, and that's an issue. It's scary. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's an issue. But I was just saying, I, I can't believe. Like it's gotten to a point where you know we would hear crooked cop stories here and there. You know what I mean? Somebody you knew that people were getting beat up by cops, so it wasn't an right. everyday fucking thing. It's an everyday, it's a thing goddamn now. everyday thing well, now. Once man. a week, and then these guys blatantly. You know, you you would hear a story of, because I I work with a lot of ex-cons, right? Right. These are the guys I work with. So you hear all these crazy stories. Oh, you don't know how crooked they are, bro. And after a while, at first you're like, really? And you start listening to these stories. You're like, wow, I I didn't believe that, right? Right, right. And then after a while, you're like, shut the fuck up, dude. You know, these guys are full of shit. Not all the cops are crooked like that. But now you see... Flat out, five cops bust into this place right. and eat a bunch of weed on camera, dude. What it, the fuck is going on? Well, it's like and that, play fucking darts. It's like that cop at that pool party that fucking did... Uh, uh, or he shot up the... He didn't shoot up the pool No, party. he did the barrel roll like the fucking... Like the beginning of the Beastie Boys <laughs> sabotage <laughs> video. You know what I mean? There's a now, now, it's a sabotage. Right, right. He does the barrel roll and then runs up and just starts screaming and fucking freaking out. And he grabs like a 15-year-old black girl and he... Those are down to the ground and is cussing at her. And two of her friends run up like, hey, man, hey. And For he pulls second. his fucking gun out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when I he mean, pulled the gun out, then the other two cops left. Them. Then Wait the other two cops grabbed him and were like, hey, no, calm down. You know, but it was it was fucking crazy. And where do you think it's going to end, dude? Hmm. I mean, because it's getting more and more in the public eye. And more and more people are yeah. seeing it. And well, they're pissed. It used to be one crazy page on Facebook or Twitter, right? Right. So you had like... Cop block. block would post shit, right? And you'd watch it. And I would watch it and be like, fuck, this is just depressing, dude. You know what I mean? Watching right. people get fucked up by cops. But now it's kind of everywhere. The yep. Young Turks are always covering cop shit that's going on. Vice. It's on Vice all the time. It's on. It's still on the cop block page. Yep. Anonymous is posting stuff constantly about it. I mean, there's large groups now who are saying, check this shit out, man. It's mm-hmm. happening every fucking day. You know, I, I, the whole question of, you know, where do you think it's going to stop? I don't think it's going to stop. I think it's going to get worse, or it's going to get to a point to where if we if we do want to stop it, we're going to have to all band together to stop it, or the government's going to be their normal selves and just step in. And oh, we'll we'll govern and law you then. Well, 
I mean, I don't know. But that's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid uh, of it yeah. getting to a point where people want to stop it. You know what I mean? Because really, we talk a lot of shit about cops here, but there, there's a reason for cops. You don't oh, want yeah. chaos. Yes, there man. is. You don't there want is a reason for cops. No, you know? we need we need cops. Well, well, here's a question, and this is something that we, that I saw a buddy of mine bring up on like Instagram or something, right? And um, it showed it was a picture of that white kid Davey? that shot up. That church down in North Carolina, wasn't yeah, it? Right, we're, gonna, we're getting into that. No, it was South Carolina. South okay. Carolina, and it was a picture. Of, it was a picture of him uh, when he was being walked out of the courthouse or walked to the police station. Or and whatever. it said, "How come he, we're not calling him a thug?" No, no, he's wearing a bulletproof vest and yeah. no handcuffs. Huh? He's not handcuffed, really. You know, and and so and the question that came to my mind is. Jesus Christ, how can they fucking apprehend the white kid that just killed nine fucking people, but then they do a stop, but then they're beating up teenagers at a pool party? Right. Well, what's the difference between the teenagers in the pool party and the kid that just shot up nine people? A different shade of skin, bro. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I, oh, I, I don't thought know. it was a male-female thing. The other thing is, is that <laughs> in the media, you know, Michael Brown and all the guys who get killed by cops right. are always painted as thugs, right? Right. The criminal record is brought up. Here's their criminal record. They were a thug. You know what I mean? They, they, it's it's not it's not what it seems. We're not picking on these guys. These guys were thugs. Look right, at their background. Right. And nobody has called this kid a thug yet. No. You know what I mean? It, it, it turns into, oh, they're all mentally ill or, you know. And I got to say, I don't do a lot of bashing of the president, right? Right. I don't talk a lot of shit about Obama. Mostly, not because I agree with every fucking thing he does, but because I'm so sick of everybody else doing it that I'm right. just like, fuck, I'm not jumping on. You don't on, need dude. to add your voice ah, to the fucking... Fuck, I know. Yeah, it's already being done. The fucking guy gets blamed for everything, so I'll, right. I'll cut him some slack. However... I was listening to his press conference about uh, about this whole deal. Right. And he fucking used it as a platform to say he did this with a gun he should never have had. Right. There's too, many, too much access to guns. And he used it as an opportunity to go anti-gun. Yeah. And I don't agree with the, the anti-gun lobby. I'm, I mean, I may be a progressive, but I'm not all about taking the guns away. No, Bernie me neither. Bernie Sanders, and I fucking... This is not a plug for Bernie Sanders. You know what I mean? I'm not... I'm not... Uh, campaigning for bernie sanders but bernie sanders came I on am. and didn't mention one fucking thing about guns no. he just said this is a tragedy and it's it, you know i mean he, i can't remember exactly everything he said but he did not say anything about guns and i and i thought to myself i actually read bernie sanders thing before i heard the president and my first thought was no talk of guns no reason no attempt to make this about policy or right. to even spit anything out that would be good for his candidacy. No, he just he, expressed... he just said, "Look, man, this is a sad time, and this is a and, horrible thing that happened." And he actually put out an email to all the people who are part of his campaign or, or who have given money to his campaign. Yeah, and um, he put out an email to like, all of us and said, um, uh, "If you would like to donate to this church, here's <coughs> here's a link where you can do that to help them through this difficult time." You got a little cum in your throat. Go ahead, take a sip of water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, here's the thing. No, he did. Like he put out a thing saying, "Hey, give them some money to help them out th through this difficult time." Which is good. Just get it all out, bro. Don't Dude, I mean, hurry up. Just, he's supposed to back out on it, bro. If I'm just a little swallowed fun. all of it the first time. Yeah. We wouldn't have this problem. No, but gargling's I mean, a parlor trick. Don't do that shit. You can't use Tastes every like fucking tragedy. You can't use every. Tra it's the chlamydia, bro. It's the mild one. Don't worry about. It. No, you can't use every tra tragedy and then immediately listen. The night that Obama said it, that was a night to mourn. It was not a night to say, oh, oh man, let's yeah. get away from guns and yeah. do awesome. Right. Is that your phone fucking vibrating oh, and you're just acting like My it's bad. not, dude? Everybody can hear that. You guys hear that? That was send Chris Gaylor an email at fucking Chris Gaylor. What is it? What's your fucking death threat email? It is Chris. Dot Gaylor. No. No. Come on. 
ChrisDeathThreat Radio at gmail.com. Go Chris, ahead, send your hate mail, bitch. ChrisDeathThreatRadio at gmail.com. Seth, send what's it. yours? Drop yours real quick. Seth, Death Threat Radio, gmail.com. And mine is just DeathThreatRadio at gmail.com. Send it. Just send it. Send it. Send it. Send it. Send it. Send it. Send me, send me naked pictures money, of B. Arthur. Money. Of B. Arthur? <laughs> yeah, I want to see some naked send, pictures of B. Send the Betty White ones. You know what's going to happen now? We're going to get a bunch, of, bunch of big, giant donger shots. Awesome. Fuck send yeah. <laughs> we'll post them on Facebook. It'd be, it'd, be, it'd be nice to know we're not just whistling in the fucking dark over here. Send me some cock. Send me something. Jesus. Send me some cock, the man said. He said. He really, he really did say something. You know, in terms cock. of things I've said on this fucking show, that's pretty minor, dude. Oh, you heard it, it, folks. it is pretty minor. Send him some cock. But getting back to the, uh, the, the church thing, Jay Thomas was. You know who Jay Thomas is? Mm, no. Radio guy. He's on. Uh, he's been on the air for years. Uh, right. But he, he's on one of Howard Stern's channels, right? He's okay. got like his own show on Howard Stern and um, on Sirius Satellite Radio. He was saying, you know, everybody's coming out saying, well, we got to get rid of guns. We got to get rid of guns. And Jay Thomas was saying, look, crazy people are always going to be crazy people. Yeah. And yeah. I don't agree with Jay Thomas on a lot of things, but he was saying this has nothing to do with guns. It has no, to do with crazy people. And crazy people are going to act out when they want to act out. And the saddest fucking thing about this whole situation is that that kid walked into a black church, right? Because right. it was like an AME church, right? Yeah. So he walks in this black church and he sat there for like an hour. Yeah. Right? And he said that people were so nice to him that he almost didn't do it. Right. They were so loving to him and so caring to him. He walked in, you know, it's got to be weird. I'm sure everybody in there was like, what's white boy doing in here? You know right. what I mean? You fucking, it's not a but regular they, place for him to show up. But they were cool But with they them. were in church. They said, hey man, this is God's house. We leave our shit at the door, you yep. know? And, and everybody was super nice to him. And then he proceeded to kill, did he kill nine people or six people? Uh, I believe it was nine. Nine people. He killed nine people. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and that church, um, since it was founded in the 1800s, has been burnt down and, and, <laughs> Sure, well, I would imagine. Yeah, no, yeah this like, church has had a lot of It's one of, of the oldest. It's one of the oldest uh, black churches in the country, and it uh, was uh, was visited by Martin Luther King. It has a very storied history, you know, and it's um, it, it's not just some church. Like this is a historical place where they've where they've come together, and so him choosing there to do it was really making a statement. And, and then for him to jump up and say, "Look, I you rape our women and you're killing our society, and so I have to kill you." Like, I mean, the dude's a lunatic. I read this thing on Vice where they had they were they actually were looking at the message boards or the white supremacists, yeah, seeing what they had to say about it, right? And most of them were like, "This guy's not part of the movement. Like this, this, this is some fucking weirdo, you know." And the then movement. they, <laughs> I know. And then they talked to some white supremacists in prison, and the the guys in prison were like, "That dude's a fucking lame. Like, who the fuck is that guy?" Well, you he know? had like a South African apartheid flag and then a Confederate flag on his jacket, right? Right? Yeah. Right? When he when he went in and did the thing, you know? Yeah. So no, he no, that was a picture. They found a picture of him with that jacket on. I, oh, it I, wasn't an actual. Oh, so they just. Oh, I thought the surveillance it. camera. He had the same picture on. I don't know if, if he was wearing it. it. It seems like that maybe the black people would have. I don't know, man. He just snuck into the back of this fucking church while it was going down and sat down, man. Right. I don't know. It's a sad fucking thing. It's you sad. Know? It's a horrible thing. It's a horrible and thing. And our hearts go out to, to the families and, you know, to that church in general. It, it's and that a, whole city, because that's going to wreck the whole city. And, and, you know, that's something that I, uh, I can't express enough my, my grief and my sympathy for those people. It's a terrible thing, man, but it's indicative of, of, it's like this resurgence of racism and a resurgence of, of the us versus them back into society. Cause we right. think we're at some post racial spot and apparently we're not we're at not. a post racial spot. Yeah. You know it's I mean? almost like you get there and you're just about to touch the, 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 the finish line and then 
it moves away. It's like, well, oh, wait a minute. I, I thought this was the finish line. Why? Well, I think we redefine what post-racial means. We redefine what equality yeah. means as we go because, you know, it, it, we're a long way away from where we were 100 years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're a long way from where we were 20 years ago, but we're not there yet. You know? No. Well, no, and I think that this, that this cop thing is getting turned into a race thing. Well, it's always been that way. I mean, it's but, been that way but because... But I mean, like, it's like, it seems to be like, if well, if you're siding with the criminals, quote-unquote criminals, you're siding with Blackie. And if you're siding with the cops, you're siding with Whitey. Well, that's you're right. And that's totally unfortunate. Because that's it, not the it way it is. it is unfortunate because it's not, it's, you know, it, it shouldn't be black versus white. It should be fucking everybody versus these goddamn pigs. <laughs> You Seth know. is upset about the police today. I do. Well, I'm I think upset the point about the police. Is, listen, I don't you like can them. be a white Republican and still say fuck the police. And you I don't should think, be able to. I don't think they believe that. You know no. what I mean? Most of them are like, oh, well, no, wait no, a minute. No, 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 no. I'm on the other team here. I'm all, right. I stand for law and order and I can't do that. Right? right. I think yeah, that's it's the crazy. Issue. Have, it's, you, have you read my version of the Bible? I'm pretty sure it doesn't say I can do that. My version of the Bible. <laughs> Look, I'm going to take one verse of Leviticus. <laughs> and, and I'm gonna run with it, and I'm gonna run with it. But all the rest of that shit in there, like eating shellfish, no, I'm still gonna do that. But. <laughs> shellfish. How about loving thy neighbor? Fuck that. Like, yeah, what's my up? neighbor got blue eyes, and fuck you. <laughs> right? You have a billion dollars. Fuck him. <laughs> no, we got we got some black folk across the Here, street. That, I'm not loving. You know, him. oddly enough, I was listening to Howard Stern all this week, right? And he did, right. he did an interview with Glenn Beck. Really? really? Who I fucking despise, right? Right. Yeah. The fucking guy came off sounding pretty normal, man. Did I was he? kind of shocked and amazed by it. Yeah. Pretty normal fucking dude, and he was saying some stuff that that made sense. You know what I mean? Right. And he was saying, you know, they were they were asking him, well, well, don't you think that the Tea Party? Because he was identifying with the Tea Party, right? Right. And they were asking him, don't you think the Tea Party is the reason we don't get anything done in Congress, and the reason we don't get anything done in, in the Senate? You know what I mean? Is because the Tea Party's they gridlock everything, makes right? Sense. They're trying to block things. And he said, good. That's what he said. Right. He said, we're not supposed to get shit done quickly in this country. It's right. not supposed to change quickly. No, it's not supposed to happen. And it's not supposed to happen because what happens is, and he made some good points. He said, you get these fad things going on, right? You get, right. like, we have a 24-hour news cycle, so you get everybody up in arms for a couple of weeks about something, right? And if it were that easy to change stuff, every couple of weeks, the, everything would be changing. Right. It should take a long time so that you really, over a long period of time, you see, okay, this is a real issue. And you, you know find I mean? out where, where people's real sentiments are. Yeah, and not just fueled by whatever news media is going on or social media posts that they're Makes seeing sense. or whatever, you know? He was actually making some decent sense. What the fuck is wrong with My you? My fucking throat. I got to go get some, something to drink. <laughs> you need some lozenge? He just made a face like he swallowed a piece of shit and then ripped his headphones off and ran out the door. <laughs> okay, well, that's, we'll take a little break. We'll be right back. Hopefully, Seth did not swallow a piece of actual feces. Goodbye. <laughs> so, was it... Uh, how's it, how's your I did not swallow an actual piece of shit. <laughs> how's your poopy That's throat, not what happened. What I just had some weird fucking tickle. At the back of my throat, and I had no liquid refreshment in front of me, and it just got worse and worse and worse until finally it was like, I'm either going to verp or run out of the room. Next time, I'll remove the piercing. Yeah. <laughs> Next time, take that Prince Albert out, will you? <laughs> I had this weird tickle in the back of my throat. Yeah. That's like on the job site. You know, you start coughing, guys, guys go, oh, my bad. I got to back out an inch. You know, there's no sympathy. Yeah. No. Well, the job sites, there's, there's lots of good job site fun. Right. It's like, like when you... Every time I've ever had a tape measure in my <laughs> right, hand, I, I pull the tape measure out and put it next to somebody's face. Basically. Be like, 
you're exactly four foot seven from sucking a dick, bro. <laughs> you <laughs> right? have to do that. You have to. Yeah. Do it's it, like yeah. obligatory. You have to do it, right? Yeah, yeah. you're forty two inches away from being a cocksucker. Exactly. You ever had, you ever had anybody like met you where you make a measure from their nose to their dick, and then you make them hold it, and then what you really do is lift the tape measure up and drop <laughs> and it, hit them in the balls, in the ball, in their balls. <laughs> it's a good trick. You're like, let me show you this trick, bro. And people are, hold- I got it. They're holding it on their nose, and you just let it go. Wham! That's a good apprentice one. It is a good apprentice one. You That's know, pretty cool. Can't That's really fun. do that to a journeyman. No, I think they've seen all, everything. Yeah. My fucking journeyman, when I was a pipe fitter, told me, I, dude, run down. He said it all serious. Like, get me a bucket of steam. I need a bucket of steam right now. <laughs> and I got like two feet away. I was like, you motherfucker. Turn back around. Like, a bucket of steam? <laughs> Wait a, a minute. But he steam. said it with such urgency that I just split. I was like, okay. Right. Like, on the run. You know what I mean? Like, well, there's no bucket of steam. Yeah, I, I, work at, I work in a diesel industry, and we get the, the greenhorns come through, and we fuck with them all the time. We, we sent one guy to the parts counter to order a fallopian tube seal. Nice. So he went to go order. <laughs> the best part was, is he walked all the way across the shop, went to the parts guy, said, "Yeah, I need to get a fallopian, a fallopian tube seal." And he, he ordered it, and the parts guy tried looking it up. They spent like a half hour, and then they Jesus. come out. They, it went, and apparently, I, diesel mechanics don't have to take anatomy. Yeah, I was the I was the, <laughs> I was the shop foreman at the time. So then they both come to me and ask for help, and I and I, as soon as they said, "Yeah, we're trying to find the fallopian tube seal for the that you know series sixty out there. Where's that at in the parts catalog?" And I just Kind of hung my head like motherfucker. Right. I knew who did it instantly. It's like <laughs> these motherfuckers, man. That's like a half hour of production wasted. That's great. The fallopian tube. Yeah, we sent another guy out to uh, air up the drive line on a truck. Hey, go put uh, go check the air pressure on that drive line and, and fill it back up. So he's trying to put an air hose on a zerk fitting. <laughs> he's all grease squirted all over the place. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It should be. What was the yeah, pressure? He's like I don't know. It wasn't reading. I think it's all clogged up. Well, what do I do? I said I'll use this one. <laughs> Send him back out there. He rolled in the truck. He's like. I don't know if this fits on this style fitting. That's fucking hilarious. Like, dude, really? Come on. You're the wrong I was working guy. with a junior tech on a job. Big fucking project I've been working on. I don't want to get into it because it, I'm so tired of it. But we're working. I got him like cutting material and uh, doing layout and doing setup and shit. The, the shit that basically I don't want to fucking do. Right. You know, I'm like, you can go do that. And he's working. He's like, yeah, man, we're going to. We're going to kick this project's ass. And I was like, yeah, but just remember one thing. He goes, what's that? I say, you get half the credit or all the blame. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, that's how this fucking goes. Dude. See, that's, that's, there's a non-union shop for you right there. Because right. an apprentice gets none of the blame. A junior shouldn't get any of the blame. Right. You should get all the fucking blame. So we got some exciting stuff coming up. Stuff? Yeah, there's fucking badass stuff coming Fuck, up. Fuck, I like stuff. We'll check out this stuff. Okay. All right, next week in this very room. What? Right here. I know. In this very this room. This actually no. bums me out. Will be DH. No. Motherfucking Peligro. From no. the dead Kennedys? Oh, the dead. Hold on. I'm doing this a certain way. Okay. Mr. Sorry. Danger. Motherfucking Kennedys. Story time. <laughs> Story, Story time. time. No, dude. We, we will actually have a living legend in the fucking studio. I know. And Story it makes... There it, was like, it's mic. great. I'm, I'm great. I'm so happy that we're getting uh, the opportunity for it. And, but, I'm, and I'm stoked, but I'm also very sad. Because you're not going to be here. Because I'm not going to be here. Why aren't you going to be here? It's my son's birthday party. Um, it's his actual birthday. He's turning to. I got family, my mom, aunts. Everyone's coming down. It's this huge thing. It's happening. So I'm going to go do hashtag dad life. He He's going to have more. He won't remember. I know he won't remember, but. But you will remember missing DHB. I know right? I will forever. <laughs> I'm, just I'm going to secretly hate him. Go forever. do your dad shit, You're man. Resent your son. Yeah, forever. so we got DH Plea Girl, and, but I want to mention this because DH will be here. The only reason he's even coming out this way right. is because our buddy Chuck Smith is really kicking ass at doing Punk Night at PK's Punk Night Roadhouse. at PK's Roadhouse in Lake so Elsinore. It's actually going on. Uh, the 27th. Yeah, the 27th. That's. 
you'll hear the show the 28th. We'll air it the 28th. But on the 27th, that show out at uh, PK's Roadhouse on Grand Avenue in right. Lake Elsinore is going to be the... The Logs. The Logs, the Maxis, our buddies... Are, Terminally ill, the crazy motherfuckers yeah. are on. Those, those guys are yeah. nuts. I love them too. They're awesome. And then Peligro, and that's it. But yeah. that's still that's four a great, massive punk rock bands it's in a our great, hometown kicking it, ass. It's a great lineup. And I've um, I've seen the Maxis, and they put on a fucking hell of a show. Yeah. What, 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 they're like uh, Devo kind of, right? Like they they, like they do like a fake Scandinavian accent that they're from uh, somewhere in like fucking Norwegia or some shit. Norwegia. Here he goes with the Here pizza. we go again. No, they do, and they're like, "Yeah, we're from Sweden, ha ha ha!" And they go to their songs and shit. Like, I don't know what country they say they're from, but it's fucking hilarious. They try to talk like Norse, and they go out like basically dressed like bloody tampons, almost like white with red fucking tops and shit. And they're called the Maxis. Like, it's fucking Did hilarious. Did you see, Ter- dude? After Terminal Wheel was on, I went through and listened to all their shit and looked at all right. their videos. Did you see the fucking box of wine? Yes, song? I that did. is the shit. <laughs> and the best Yo, box of wine. 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 <laughs> Drink it out of a bag. Steal it from your dad. Box of wine. <laughs> and they're all running around drinking boxes of wine. Yeah, you know, those kids are fucking, fucking bound shit, for either dude. prison or glory. I, they're awesome, dude. Yeah. That song brought, but back they have memories. like this old gutter mouth fucking feel. I know. And I know that's I fucking for their sake. I hope that that still has some appeal. You know, what it, I mean? it does to fucking old guys, obviously, yeah. because we fucking love it. You know, but they're like. Psychos like like the Vandals used to be on stage, right. like you know what I mean. Like they say the shit, and they they remind me of the sweat into the oldies CD. Remember right. when the guys are always talking on, yeah, like in between songs, how the Vandals are talking. You know what I mean? Like, what color are my pants? That's yep. right, they're tangerine. And that's I get that same feel out of the Terminal Yeah, guys, so. yeah, their music is definitely not a fraud. They are what they sing, man. Yeah, they're crazy. fucking badass, dude. And they're like passing the mic around, screaming. Dude, I've watched and yelling. all their stuff on YouTube. It's good, and they're yeah. genuinely nice kids. Like, oh they, yeah, really? For they sure. when we interviewed them, Chris like, Rock is a sweetheart, dude. I know he he just wanted to come hang out and drink He's like, beer. You guys want to drink beer? Let's and just drink beer. I'm like, we don't drink beer. We can hang out, bro. Right? You know He's like, mean? yeah, let's do that, man. Yeah. Like, I'm not from here. I don't really have a lot of friends. Like, let's hang out. Fuck yeah, he lives right around the corner. You know, we have. We still haven't hit him up about that. No. We should no. hang out. Yeah. We should go to the show. You're not going to the show? No, I'm not going to the show. You not going to the show either. Well, I'll, I'll be there. No, I'll be there too. And you can't beat it either. Five fucking bucks. Okay. Yes, five bucks. I'll be Four there. bands. Where are you going to see this this kind of caliber of music for five fucking You dollars? got Terminally Ill, The Logs, Peligro, Living Fucking Legend. He's in The Dead Kennedys and Red Hot Chili Peppers. He was in The Red Hot Chili Peppers. I want to talk to him about The Red Hot Chili Peppers. Right. I've, I've got a... This week, I'm sending out some pre-interview questions and stuff. Uh-huh. And I'd like to talk to him about that because if you look up, if you just wiki him and read about it, it says that he was thrown out for drugs and stuff. And I'd really like to get into you know what that means because I know that Anthony Kiedis and all them, they're all X guys. You know, what right. I, mean? I don't know if they're yeah. a program, if they're an NA or what they do. I, I don't but know, but they're sober guys, so I know that that any drug use or whatever would have thrown them out. Well. When yeah, I, he's so he's sober now too. Is he? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. When I when I read his book, he talked about it in his book some, and he was saying that um, they were all like they bent over backwards for Fernando Nikitas, sure. and then for him, they're just like get the fuck out, and he well, really I mean, felt betrayed. But you know, yeah, I, I guess I get that. I mean, right. I don't know. Well, I I want to get it from him, you right? Know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I don't know what side. happened. You know what I mean? I'd like to hear it from him for sure. Yeah, for sure. So that so that it, is uh. We're excited stuff. as shit. We're stoked I'm, I'm about stoked it. Stoked about it. I can't wait to talk to him. So right. that's going to be lots of fun. Yeah, we got to get some shit signed. We got to have him sign the table. Oh, he'll sign the table. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he, oh, he will sign. The oh, table. he will sign <laughs> the fucking oh, table. I mean, Story time. Rather than, table. rather, we will ask him to sign the table politely. Honestly. Please sign no, the table. But uh, so that's an exciting thing happening for us. And then Tuesday, we're going to air this. This will be up uh, Sunday. But on Tuesday, the twenty third, House of Blues, we will be. I will be there. <laughs> 
again. You remember a couple of weeks ago we talked about how the EP does all the work. Right, shit. right. Both Dickhead One and Dickhead Two will be out. I'm of Dickhead town. Two. Don't fucking don't you be taking my Dickhead Two status, dude. No, dude, you're Dickhead One. Bro. I'm Dickhead One. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm giving these titles, and I say you are Dickhead One. Okay. No, they'll be out of town, but I will be there with our buddy Brian Peterson, who's a guest host once in a while, and right. then our buddy Derek Claycomb, who pops in once in a while just to sit yeah, in. That's right. We will be there. We'll be interviewing people. So if you want to be famous and you want to get on Death Threat Radio, that's an opportunity for you to do yeah, it. We have free tickets. Show so. up at the House of Blues. At uh, The show starts, I think, at 6.30. 6.30, June right. 23rd. You're going to have Arkansas right. Toothpick, Chokes, Chuck Smith and the local drunk. Chokes, Chokes Smith. Chokes Muth? Chokes Smudge. Chokes Smith. Chokes Smudge and the local drunks. Chokes Smudge and the local drunk. Chode Smudge. <laughs> chode Smudge. Is that, that's uh, another, yeah, yeah, that's when you don't go. wipe enough? You got no. a little Chode Smudge? Oh, oh from man. under. You end up with a little Chode Smudge? Skid marks. So Skidmark and the local drunks will be there. Uh, Grizzly Bolt, Last Gang, and Doctor Boogie. Doctor Boogie is a great name for Dr. a band. Doctor Boogie. That <laughs> makes me think of like name, funk, right? like, yeah, like late seventies funk. Doctor uh, Boogie. And uh, all uh. of the all of these bands kick ass, have energy, and it's it's going to be a good show. It's the house I'm, of fucking blues. I'm sad that I can't be there. I got to be. I got to be in Detroit for work. So. <laughs> Well, I'm. I will be there, and like I said, I'll bring some fucking some knuckleheads, and yeah. we're gonna. I think we're gonna rock the Tascam, the handheld recorder. Yeah. So we're just gonna walk through the crowd and be, be interviewing people, talking. So we'll have some stuff up, obviously, the next week. Right. You know, we'll, yeah. So next week's gonna be a big music show, but it won't be a bunch of music being played. It'll be interviews and that type of right. thing. Right. Grizzly Bolt. I think you're gonna be impressed by those guys. Are what kind of music does Grizzly Bolt? They're like it's a so punk hard to define rock. people anymore. Americana mix. It just I don't know. It's really hard to define these. Well, guys, I'm not looking for a label. Are, I just want to know like what you know. Right. What I would, type of music I, is it? I would have to go more toward the punk rock side. Okay. Cool. I'm um, down for but that. man, dude, they are fucking the shit. They're legit. They're good. Nice. Right on. So we both got traveling coming up, Gaylor. Yes, we do. He's going to Detroit, Michigan, and, yeah. I'm, and I'm going to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yeah, which I'm going to. Motown. Are you guys going to meet in the middle and have gay sex? Or what? Fuck yes, we are. Nice. Yeah, probably. Fuck nice. yes, we are. Right here in the butt with no condom on. We, let's go. Not right here, dude. Uh, do it. No, no. Do it in Michigan, bro. All right, it's not gay if it's in a different state, right? Yeah, no, well, not, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Isn't that how it goes? No, Pretty sure I'm it's not still gay. gay. Pretty sure I'm it's sticking with that one, bro. I don't know. Oh, no. It's not gay if it's in international waters. That's what it is. My bad. Uh, I see. <laughs> That's why he's always going on cruises, bro. <laughs> well, yeah. I thought if he's it like, was... are, we pa- are we in international waters now? Woohoo! <laughs> dick in the butt! <laughs> I thought it wasn't gay as long Look, as we didn't make eye contact. He goes right dick in the butt. I would have assumed he was a top, but there he, now we know he goes he's right. I didn't say it was in my butt. <laughs> he's a bottom. <laughs> no, I don't know, dude. I don't know. You kind of implied it was your butt. You kind of you, you say some things that make us think you're a bottom. Yeah, well. Well, at least he's a power bottom guy. I am, dude. <laughs> he is a power bottom. All my fucking cheese is fucking back. centers up, dude. And it'll knock you right on your oh ass. My <laughs> do you do butt kegels? <laughs> are you a, are you a kung fu guy, dude? <laughs> All my cheese centers in my bung? I got a fucking kung fu buttholio, dude. Uh, Don't even kegels. trip on that <laughs> shit. Butt kegels. I got a barbell. I stick in my ass and uh, do fucking See if you can hold it up. Reps. <laughs> butt kegels. He's doing iron bunghole. <laughs> The monks, dude. He's like, <laughs> Come here, we we'll teach you iron bung. Uh, I it's am a log, master. It's a long lost technique. All right. Yes, no. master ass. Yes, yes, master ass. Sifu, ooh, ooh sifu, good. Sifu, no. <laughs> sifu, good. <laughs> 
That's fucking ridiculous, a, dude. Did we get really stereotypical on all that? Yeah, we, you we, know we, what? But after last week, we set the racism bar so high after last week. Ah, come on, man. We're just, just fucking, talking like we fucking talk. Yeah. If I got to censor myself, I'm going to quit doing this shit. Yeah, man. no. That's, that's, awesome line, right? that's the point. We don't censor ourselves. And, no. God, and we're not was, racist. And I was actually talking to a couple guys at work yeah. about it. Um, a black dude, a Mexican dude. About what? About how people talk. And somebody brought up Soul Man. Yeah. Right? And so instantly, sure it wasn't you who brought up Soul no, Man? No, it wasn't. It was some, some other dude who brought up Soul Man. Okay. So instantly, because we were talking about, uh, this is what I do at work, is I go to work, and when I'm sitting out there smoking, I just bring up topics yeah. right, of shit that's going on in the world okay. and see how people react to it. Because most people don't follow uh, the news quite as much as I do because we do the podcast. I wonder how much, it, right. how much time he spends at work talking about the name we're not supposed to mention. Um, none at all. If I just do it to piss you guys off at this point. But... Um, uh. So I brought up that... Stop pissing us off. It's boring the piss out of that our chick, listeners. That uh, chick, Rachel Dolezal. Yeah. And, and somebody brought up Soul Man. Right. Because it is kind of fucking comparable, right? Is, you know what I mean? Yeah, I brought it up last week saying this reminds right. me of Soul Man. So instantly I launched into fucking Fester uh, My Watermelon, My Hobbit Under McNeedle, Fat Ass, Wine Ass Bitch. Yeah, yeah. And uh, people are laughing and shit. And I'm like, you know... And like I gave them our pitch on it. Like, that's a movie that can't be made today. It is. Absolutely. Same with... Um, Blazing uh, Saddles. Spaceballs. 48 Hours. 48 Hours. Spa- Spaceballs space has got the best one ever, man. The, the greatest man. racist joke. We've been out here coming to the desert all goddamn day. Man, nigga, we ain't found We ain't shit. found shit. Now, see, and they got a pick. Yeah, there you yeah. go. You're, it's you're missing visual that fucking yeah. because they have a pick and everybody else has a cone. Dude, it's the best. Dude. We ain't found shit. The best. That's yeah. hilarious, right? It's right. fucking great. So is Blazing Saddles when he's like, we're all the white women out. The first thing he <laughs> right. fucking says is... Excuse me while I whip this out. See, but you can't make that shit. No, you can't. Yeah, and so here was my question that I posed was, does... But you can make white chicks. Does hiding the fact that people talk like that make it better? Because people still talk like that. You mean that. people being PC? Right. Does does Okay, so does us not being able to make a movie that pokes fun of or has people talking in the real way that, that they talk to each other, does that change the way that people talk to each other? No, of course not. No, of course it doesn't. It, so, it really. just hides it, right? And I would rather have my racism out in front. You know what I'm right. saying? If, I'm a, if, I'm, if somebody doesn't like Italians, tell me you don't like Italians. You know right. what I mean? If you don't like me because I'm browner than you, or you, you think it. that, then just say that shit up front. Say it. Say don't it. hide it. You know what yeah, I mean? And, I'd rather have it fucking in and my you face. you know, the best part about that, too, is <laughs> at that point, you have the opportunity to have a conversation about it. And right. Change, and possibly change that viewpoint. No, and, and I think, you know, like on episode two, I said part of the reason we wanted to do this is because I'm sick of no, thinking I know somebody, right? And then when it's just like three people around and nobody else is around, they do the look around and the word nigger comes flying out of Yeah, exactly. right. I want to know that's who you are up front, motherfucker. Come right, out with exactly. that. And don't, you know, you're, you hide that shit and act like you're somebody else. And that shit, you know, just be who the fuck you are. Right. You know well, what I mean? And then my homeboy T brought up a good point. Um, he said, well, they made Gran Torino. And that and and that was a movie that had a racist white dude talking like a racist he, white dude. Yeah, but it was. I mean, he was. Gran Torino is kind of like the he's the old curmudgeon, right? right. Who is sort of lovable, right? Right. He's he, somehow you fall in love. The whole process of Gran Torino is hating the guy in the beginning and saying this guy's a total racist douchebag, What's and the then kind of trying thing? to fall in love with him as you go on and say. No, he was actually a really good old man well, who'd been through a lot. You know, no, what I mean? it was his redemption. Yeah, well, it, I mean, yes, it was, but I mean, it, it's also is training you to be. To, you hate him in the beginning, right? And then at the end, you're sad that he, he's gone. You know what I mean? Uh, Clint Eastwood. No, Clint Eastwood, man. Uh, oh yeah, the yeah, fucking, yeah. Uh, the Hmong yeah. people that live next yeah, to him. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. are you spooks doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
That's a great fucking movie. Great movie, yeah. yeah. But he brought it up because that's a movie where people were actually speaking in terms and talking real. You know what I mean? Like, at least to the point where bringing up real racism and real terms that people use in a movie. I, you know? I, well, I'm saying the, the humorous racism is gone. Right. No, it right. is. Spaceballs, yeah. Blazing Saddles. 48 hours. I mean, 48 hours is some oh, most gosh. racist shit I think the humor, know. Dude, You know, I think the humor of racism that was going on then was helped breaking it. You know what I mean? I thought it was too, yeah. And, yeah. And then it just kind of disappeared. Maybe we're and, wrong though, man. Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe because, because we're not black. You know what I mean? Like, we're watching it going, yeah, this is great. This is breaking down <laughs> barriers. But if you're a black guy, you're like, man. This whole fucking movie's making fun of us, man. <laughs> this ain't cool. They were playing the part. They were in it. Are you, you all right, dude? He's choking on a big dick. What's wrong with you, bro? I don't know, dude. Something's up with my throat. Something's mm, up, something's something's up, up, up with my throat. throat. I got like a, just a fucking tickle. Like, it's just, I'm just coughing, man. <laughs> Chris uh, is the, the beavis over here. He's all, Chris is the <laughs> fucking, he said tickle. He said tickle on his, his throat. throat. I'm a tickle his throat. <laughs> Chris, you got to be able to get past the gums, dude, before you can tickle my throat, all right? I think you can get to the fucking bumps on the back of your tongue, at least. <laughs> this is the, at the very a, least? That's an inch and a quarter, dude. You can get back there and <laughs> fart it. <laughs> I mean, he might be able to find a tonsil. Remember, we saw the Manzillion brothers. Oh, <laughs> he ain't working with much, bro. Shut up, Beavis. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> so, what other movies can't you make today, dude? Oh God, there's a fucking pretty much most of the things from the eighties. There was a there was a scene in Lethal Weapon, right? Where uh, the the first the Lethal, weapon, Lethal Weapon, where yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about the building blows up, like this house blows up, yeah, and uh. uh Murdoch, not Murdoch. What the fuck was Murdoch? <laughs> Murdoch. What you just go to the A team, bro. What <laughs> the fuck? No, uh, Murdoch. Uh, Danny Glover's character, whatever his name, is on. Is fucking racist. He doesn't remember the black guy's name. Danny Glover looks over <laughs> at Mel Gibson, and Mel Gibson's character is on fire, right? And so Danny Glover goes to like put him out, and Mel Gibson kind of like rolls away, and he goes, "Get off me! What are you, some kind of fag or something?" Yeah. Like, and that was just some just a blatant homophobic comment, just. Yeah. Thrown in there that you can't you you couldn't do that shit anymore. No, you can't, and especially the gay stuff, man. I mean, right? Fucking, that was totally acceptable up until like three days ago. Yeah, no, that was like <laughs> that was yeah. fucking saying horrible. That was shit. Do you remember that movie Too Wong Fu? Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar, with like Wesley Snipes and yeah, Patrick Swayze, and they're all cross-dressers. cross-dressers. Well, they were drag queens. Yeah, yeah drag queens. Drag so what about queens. the Birdcage with Robin Williams? Well, yeah, that that's just a good movie. That was a great flick, dude. Yeah. What What about Too Wong, Too Wong Fu, dude? It it just came to mind, just the fucking, <laughs> just the mental picture of Patrick Swayze and fucking. You Wesley just thought Snipes. right now was a good time to ask me if I remembered the movie at all. The yeah. original <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner's. <laughs> he had no point on that. No like, fucking hey, point. Do you remember this movie, dude? It just came up, and I was just like, mm. "Wow, that one." Oh, hey, yeah, bro, yeah, yeah, what yeah. street is McDonald's on, dude? Do you remember? Uh, less streets than it was on last week. Ah, tell me about. I was oh, see. I was go- I was going with oh, a. Man. I was just asking him a random stupid question. But yeah, no. Uh, they're it's the the first time since the seventies. They're closing more McDonald's than they're opening. Well, why do you think that is? Well, they're saying that it because consumers and are more interested in what's in the product and where the product comes from. Right? Fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> Oh, imagine that, dude. We've just been eating shit for the last like, right. 40 years. And so McDonald's is trying to combat it, and they're saying, look, we're making a pledge that we're not going to use antibi- uh, chickens that have been fed antibiotics. They make their fucking chicken nuggets out of pink slime. Right. Have you seen yeah, that shit? Yeah, they grind them up and then form them into these little oh, nuggets. They're delicious. My, and, uh, and they are delicious. I've seen, seen a meme or a meme you know, of a chicken nugget. And it's, meme, a meme, it's a dude. meme, you However, fucking simple fuck. Meme, meme, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Don't give a fuck. 
don't at all. But anyway, of a chicken McNugget and then a chicken. It's like, yeah, I don't know of any nuggets on a chicken. Right, like what part of the chicken is this? Yeah. I've yeah. seen that before. Well, they're also saying that most of their burger is not actually burger, dude. Like most what of the patty. It? It's like I don't know. Slurry. It's made of some other shit, dude. It's, it's like it's, some weird slurry. And I got a friend who works at a slaughterhouse, right? Okay. He actually works at the slaughterhouse in uh, Chino, like a big-ass Oh, wow. That's a fucking right? heavy job, dude. Oh, God, dude. He was telling me about it. He was telling me how they actually slaughter the cow. Like, this is a place where they actually kill the cow, right. chop it up, do the whole deal. And they basically, they do their, that ram shot thing to its brain, like right. from fucking No Country for Old Men. You know, right, 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 yeah, yeah. Got? A lot of people don't know that. That machine that he has in No Country for, for Old Men, that's how they kill cattle, yeah. right? It shoots a bolt of air through their brain, right? So they do that. They hook this thing up. They cut the thing in half. One guy comes along and has to cut the guts and rip all the shit and the belly yeah. out of it. And he works... He works the kill floor, right? Okay. This is what he does. He kills. He says one guy goes out back, and you got to wrangle all these cows in. You're in the middle of a hundred cows. He says it smells like piss because the cows know they're dying, right? Ugh. All their eyes get big, and they're, they're like snorting and like all they know wet, running up in the corner. What, they know what's happening, right? Yeah. So, anyways, he says that the worst meat, right? Like mm-hmm. they cut everything up, and they take this stuff that is mostly fat, gristle, bone, you know. Just chunks of crap that normally would go in the trash. Right. That's the stuff they send to to make the ground beef to make the patties for most fast food places. Yeah, yeah it gets ground it's up the and most, mushed and smashed. It's just the yeah. lowest cut, the worst stuff. Right. He did say, however, that in and out right? Which, if you're not from California, you, you wish you were because everybody <laughs> who moves out of California says, I wish I had in and out Even, like, Even if I you've moved, never eaten in and out I moved out of California, and I didn't eat in and out that much. But I'll tell you, after being where I couldn't get in and out for about a year, I was like, fuck, I just want an animal fry. Yeah, it's one of double-double. <laughs> like, some animal stuff. Well, he said that their shit never gets frozen. Really? Nope. Their shit, they grind it, they they package it, and it goes directly into the, the cool truck, whatever the right. truck that stays cool. That's actually one of the And then big... it goes directly to In-N-Out, and they make the yeah. patties right there. And that's they... one of the biggest reasons why In-N-Out's only here in Southern California, and not in Southern California, but in the West Coast, California. Because it's local. Right. Yeah, because it's local, and uh, they're contracted with a lot of the butchers or you know these places big, big meat to get, get their meat. Places. Yeah, so they can't move outward and, and, until that And they pay their on. people like 12 bucks an hour. Yeah, they pay their people real. Yeah, yeah, they're a strange. They're a Christian-based company, right? You know what I mean. Like they're they. If you look underneath their their cups, there's like scripture underneath. Oh, really? Cups. Yeah, check it out. I never noticed that. Check it out next time you're in there. But uh, they pay their people. Like, I think it's like eleven bucks an hour to start. It might have gone up now, right. but it, I remember it being eleven. But bucks they start them pretty decent. They start them decent. They pay them really good, and you can you can move up really well. It's right. not an easy job to get. You know what I mean? Like not. It's not usually just. And you know, for a fast school. food joint too, when you go into an In and Out, what's crazy is you see the employees in the background. They have a whole different mindset and attitude. You can tell the difference between their employees and like a Carl's Jr. or McDonald's employees. These well, people back they there look are happy. Enth- they're enthusiastic. Well, about shit, it. they're making 12, yeah. 10, 12 bucks an and hour. What's, and what's different is that. The managers make the food. Yeah, yeah. The managers make the food, yeah, and like the, they're the, the people that aren't managers, they handle customer service, and it's it's and your manager of the building who's cooking the burgers back there, which I think is awesome. It's a it's a different business model, but if you eat there and then eat at McDonald's, you're like, wow, man, this is fucking night and day difference, and and there's a reason for well, it. Well, and the food quality is night and day difference. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, listen. If McDonald's is shutting down, that's because you didn't fucking search out the cheese that got moved, man. Right. The times were changing. Things were adapting. People are getting more into health. People are getting more into what they're putting in their body. They're realizing right. that the shit we're eating is causing cancer and yes. fucking and diabetes. We have a uh, the rate of diabetes. diabetes in this country is fucking crazy. Heart disease. Heart disease. And, and you didn't change. You know what I mean? You're still right. trying to sell the yeah. same crap. 
I like. Don't get me wrong, man. I'm not a. I don't. After supersize me, right? <laughs> right? I'm not a cruise through McDonald's guy very often. Right. Once in a blue moon, I'll go go to McDonald's, and the shit tastes excellent. You it know does. What I mean? And the reason it tastes so good is because they have scientists figuring out. Okay. What kind of chemicals? What can we put in this to make it? They have the. It's called the bliss factor. Right. Yeah. Have you heard of the bliss factor? Yes. yes. So they design food to actually cause a chemical reaction in your brain that that mimics bliss. Right? Oh wow! So they have this whole. We should look up the meme. There's this whole uh, infographic, right, right, that tells you like what things are on a certain level of the bliss factor. Right. Like an Oreo cookie is almost at the very top of the. Bliss oh, factor. I bet. I mean, have you ever been able to stop eating an Oreo no, cookie? Dude. Like, no, dude. I'll kill those things. Dude, dude. give this me is an what Oreo doing. cookie and some milk. Cookies and milk. Oh, it's dude, so good. Some of the greatest things. I'll go, the best I'll shit go ever. through a whole brand new yeah. fucking bag of Oreo cookies and a half a gallon of milk. Oh, and they got the and Reese's like, Oreos? And when I'm mm. done, I'm like, fuck, I'm out. This I is stupid. Like I, need, I should have bought two bags. Stuff, yeah, the double stuff are good. Like with With milk, it's got to be just the old-fashioned, regular, or the double stuff cream ones and it's just so good dude. you know the problem that i have is it's really expensive to eat well dude it is it's not cheap it's not cheap it takes a lot of work and i think our whole system it feels like our the system that i'm stuck in i don't know about you guys but i don't have the time to get up in the morning make a fucking bitch no, meal fuck no. go out pack a lunch the night before you know what i mean buy all the food i roll th- I, i'm a burrito guy i live on yeah, burritos me man. too you know what i, I mean do. i think all i try not to go to fast fast food i always try to go like to Santana's or Alberto's or one, or yeah, like some, medium some tacos. Medium. Nayarit, yeah. there you go. Right, real, real. Nayarit. That's what, you yeah. want to go there, bro? It's Mexican fast. Food. No, you want to go oh, to Nayarit? Yeah, oh, I'd love to, dude. My dad has a house on the beach. Let's roll. Yeah, I'd love to. That Let's whole go. place is in water, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, it's the Mexican Riviera. Yeah, it's all on the ocean. Yeah, but, yeah. but I'm saying his house is not on this side of the street. It's on the ocean side of the right. street. Okay, okay, he's got the good location, man. Fuck yeah, bro. So, did you find Bliss Factor? Uh, I found Bliss Factor. I'm going through a bunch of different memes, memes, memes. Well, look it up. You know, for our listeners, look it up. The Bliss Factor. That's how they're designing our food now. You know, and that's that's how you're getting. Or go watch Food Inc. or Super Size Me. Or what's the one that my kid watched that made her not eat meat for like a year? Probably Food Inc. I think it was Fast Food Nation. Oh yeah, that one's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, that one it was hard to get through, but I I sat through and watched. Yeah, my pops is a uh, he's a vegetarian, been a vegetarian for years, and, and we used to walk through in Mexico. We'd walk through the meat markets, yeah. and he'd always point out, like, you know, look at that big you know cow really, head on the ground. This is a good, right? one. another good uh, little series type thing to watch is TED Talks. I watch ton- TED Talks yeah. constantly. Yeah. He's, bro. he's always got some cool shit. Ted, well, TED actually when he did the for, thing on sugar and he had that it's not a wheelbarrow. He, Ted stands for the, the education. Yeah, when the guy came dude. out, well, I'm talking about the guy with the wheelbarrow came out and he dumped all that sugar out. And I was talking about the whole sugar thing. I was like, holy. Fuck, you know, I right. got into that eating no sugar, no flour for a long time. Yeah, and I would grab a soda. I, I, you know, you become a cunt when you're doing that. You become like a food <laughs> cunt, and you just walk around like I can't believe you're eating that. Oh my god! Right, but like, you got a monster right there. Is that blue or green? Blue. Damn it! A blue. green monster has like sixty grams of sugar. Okay, sixty grams. Uh, now let's work it out. Let's do our drug math. Ready? Do right. some drug math. Twenty-eight grams in an ounce. Right. Okay. That's almost three ounces. Yep. Okay, what's an ounce look like in a plastic bag, dude? It's it's a pretty hefty amount. <laughs> it's a fucking three, three finger bag, a three yeah. finger ziploc across the bottom. Yeah, so go three times that. You got a half a ziploc bag full of fucking full sugar. Of fucking sugar. There's Every more sugar in there monster, than dude. it's bigger than the size of the can. Yeah, because they liquefy. Liquid sugar is like yeah, yeah, yeah. They infuse that shit. Yeah, two a day. Crazy. You drink two a day usually. Yeah, two, but two, one in the morning, one about. Well, noon. why don't you go for? Here's what I understand. Why don't you do a diet like a, a zero carb or a 
a zero. No, I do. I do the zero carbs. The the blue cans like that. Or oh, that the, doesn't have any sugar in it. No, well, it has six. The, uh, the other six grams. Six grams. The other one I like to do that has less in it is the uh, the the tea. The lemon tea ones are pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Red Bull guy. Yeah, those have about the same, uh, about I six to twelve love, grams. I, dude, I don't do Red Bull because I love the taste of it. Shit's crack. They wing me out. Dude, dude. they're fucking crack. They wing me out. Make me sweat and shit. Yeah, I dude. usually drink. <laughs> crack. Dude, I, I usually drink the Blue Monsters. Too, you know what I mean? Occasionally, I'll get the the Fruit Punch Rock Stars, which are fucking bomb. Or the Nos. Or like once every three weeks, I'll get the Uber Monster. Which is like the the brood. It's like a brood monster, brew. and I don't even know if it does anything better. I just like the taste. Like occasionally, it feels kind of cool to drop. You know, like, thinking of all this stuff that they do to our food, and and like what he's talking about, and all these different drinks that we drink, we're we're constantly consuming them, and more and more so. And as our kids are growing up, they're consuming them. And yeah, consuming right. Them. Do you think the evolution of ourselves are going to change because of that? Mm, that's say not like how we, evolution works. Say, well, it would have to be a trait that no. The way that evolution works is traits that are not viable, right? That aren't helpful go away, yeah. and the ones that are are reinforced. So the way that it would work is yeah. But you don't think any of this food could help reinforce something? Oh, I don't know. That's more biology than it is evolution, right? The way that evolution works is like, let's say, well, the best example is in Africa, right? The reason that the black people have sickle cell in Africa is because malaria is prevalent. Yeah, we, right? yeah we've, we've talked, talked about this about before. That, yeah. So it, you'd have to have two people where one trait worked really well, and they get together and have a baby, and then that trait goes on to them. That's how right, we yeah. evolve. That's why evolution is so slow. See, people think like, oh, well, if the sun went out, we just we would evolve to see in the dark. No, you wouldn't. No. Two, the people who could see better wouldn't die, right? Right. And so those people would make offspring that could see better because Hopefully. both of them had the gene that where they could see better in the dark. Right. And then over the course of a few hundred years, you yeah. might get people who could see better in the dark. Like but cats. it's not like if you just stood in the dark, you would get better at seeing in the fucking dark. That's <laughs> not how evolution works. Unfortunately, that's what people think, right? They think that that's, that's how it goes. What are you looking up there, bro? I'm looking at um, a couple of queers from Alberta. I know. I just... <laughs> why they got to be queers, bro? I don't know why they got to be queers. It's just they, they kind of are. Um, I'm just checking them out, dude. All right, we'll just, uh, I'm not, I think I know where you're going with that, but I'll just leave that alone. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's so see. So you're in queers from Canada, huh? Let's yeah. Commercial yeah. time. Well, the, commercial time. There's two Story plus time. one. There's two commercial plus time. one. Two plus one. Story commercial time. time. Story time. Okay, $9 t-shirts. $9 t-shirts. They got cool shirts. We got a couple on order. Um, we're all getting one because we couldn't decide who would be the one to get and it. And we all so wanted it, so we I We all wanted it. It's the chimpanzee. With the space helmet on, and it says ninety eight percent you underneath it, which is really a rip. It, it, it's like Joe Rogan's talking monkey shit. It kind of whatever, is, dude. It's, but cool it's as badass. Fun. And then um, awesome. he's gonna surprise us with the other ones. Yeah, I I almost went with the Chewy were home. Yeah, it just says Chewy were home because that fucking Star Wars uh, preview it just makes me want to nerdgasm all over the place. Like, when is that coming out? Uh, November uh, Christmas. I Oh, it's is it November Christmas, or Christmas or November? No, it's Christmas. Around that time. It's Christmas. I went and saw the Avengers a couple nights ago, and uh, they had the preview for it, and I was just like, oh, Jesus, I'm having a nerdgasm. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be good, cool. right? It, it, at this stage of the game, dude, it's got the original cast in it. It could fucking suck, and I'm going to love it. I can't believe it has the original cast. I think that is so fucking cool. I fucking was... Yeah. Dude, because they, they didn't make any money on that, dude. When they no. first They had no merchandising, right? No. 
They, what, so they didn't have any money. On when them. they first announced Disney bought it and were taking over, they're going to make the last three. I was thinking, oh fuck, stupid. And then I seen the preview and I was like, what the fuck? Yes. Well, see, I think that Disney even said, "Look, we can't Disney up on this, dude. No, this yeah, is Star that, Wars. Yeah. We have a. Le- I mean, it's the most well, beloved they, legacy in they, the world. And they saw kind of where Lucas fucked up on the first on the first prequels. The episodes they did terrible. one, They're two, terrible. Uh, no, but Episode three was good. No, it wasn't. no, it wasn't. Episode three was good. No, it wasn't. the only thing that was good about it was that Yoda was doing flips and shit. That was cool when he was fighting with the thing. But, but Episode three was more like. The other ones than any of them, but I kind of dug. Which one's episode three? It was the one where he actually turned into Darth Vader. Where fucking uh, see, I, that's the one I didn't like. No, I liked uh, Jar Jar Binks. What? It wasn't a great movie. The fuck did you just say? It dude? was good, man. What the fuck? Why are you yelling at me? Holy oh, shit, Jesus dude. Christ! God damn, this guy. This guy. I think today, you just like no, man. Today I, I told him earlier. I'm like, do you want to not do a podcast because <laughs> you're acting like a cunt right now, dude? I'm not going in there with you if you're gonna fucking cunt up on me, dude. He's being a little cunty today. I don't know what his fucking deal is. It's fucking Jar Jar, dude. Jar Jar sucks, bro. No, listen. That one was not horrible because you got introduced to like other planets and there was right. some shit going that on. Was, you know what I mean? It was the that first was episode. First one, Phantom Menace. Yeah. Phantom yeah. No, I was, I was okay. And it wasn't it. great. I'm not saying I no. like it. But I was of o- those three, that's the one I like. See, okay. I was okay with Phantom Menace because it was starting to build on a story and it, they kind of right. did that really well. But, you know. It, well, you also good. got to see the Senate, right? You saw the Galactic yeah. Senate. Right. You knew exactly. that that dude was, Senator Palpatine was going to, and you're like, it all right. It gave you some backstory. Oh, right. who was in the Galactic Senate? Did you guys see the little the, the ETs, the, yeah, the yeah, they were ETs. Like, yeah. Yes, it's a fucking ET. Yeah, that was, cool. <laughs> that was pretty cool. But yeah, so fun, fun episodes. Uh, what would it be? I don't know. They fucking seven. do it all backwards. Episode seven. So <laughs> episode seven. Like I like I said, it could suck, and I'm gonna love it if I get to see Han Solo and Chewie cruising around in the Millennium Falcon one more time. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna love it because I'm that's just my shit. That, that's my shit. You guys got to go fuck yourselves. I got one. You got one? Go fucking rock out with it, brother. I got one. Okay. I love, love, absolutely love. Love? Epic fantasy. Right. I read epic fantasy. Mm -hmm. I love epic fantasy, right? Right. My favorite epic fantasy series is the Game of Thrones. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Hashtag. I'm not going to spoil anything, all right? I'm not spoiling anything. Well, maybe I will. You never know because I'm about to get on a rant. Right. If you haven't seen the finale of Game of Thrones of the show... Right, season right. five. Maybe you should turn it off. Maybe right you now. should shut that shit off. But I'm not going to talk about that. What I'm going to talk about is George Martin. Okay, he's the guy I have to say go fuck yourself to. Okay, because I devoted uh, years of your life at this point. Yeah, it's got to be years of my life, right? Because the, the the first couple books come out, you read the first couple books, and then right. you're waiting on the next one, right? I've read everything he's fucking written. Okay, and I'm sitting here waiting for the last book. Right. Okay. I've been waiting patiently for the last book. I thought it was cool when the show came out. I'm like, this is bitching. I watched the whole first season. I thought, God damn, man, they stuck exactly to the book. Right. This kicks ass, right? Exactly to the book. It ends with Ned Stark and his head chopped off. It this is the shit right here. Right. All right. Now as I wait for the last book, Martin decides he's going to not write their last fucking book and put it on the goddamn TV show. Yep. What in the fuck, dude? Now we're beyond the books. I don't even know if the next book is ever coming out. Right. I doubt it is. This motherfucker's actually there while they're doing the production, right? right? He's on the scene. So when the fuck does he have time to write the next fucking book? And now they killed fucking Jon Snow, which is at the end of the fucking other book that I have, first right. of all, all right? 
that we don't know if he's dead because in the book he only gets fucking stabbed. Now he's been stabbed ten times. There's a bunch of blood dripping out of him on the fucking TV show. Right. We don't know what's going on, and I can't fucking read the book, and I think it's bullshit. That is bullshit. A lot of people are like, oh well, who cares, man? You got the TV show. No, fuck that. I devoted my time to reading the fucking to the book, book yeah. and now you're gonna come out with a fucking TV show so the characters look like you want them to look, and it's it, right. Fuck you, man. Go fuck yourself, George Martin. I have a go fuck yourself. I'm going to springboard off of your fucking go. thing. I'm going to give a little backstory here, right? Okay. Okay. One of my favorite authors, I would probably say my favorite author, is uh, Robert Heinlein. Right. Stop finger fucking that mic. I okay. had to move uh, it. Uh, You've been doing uh, it nonstop. Uh, Robert Heinlein, right? Mm-hmm. He has a book called Starship Troopers. Yes, he does. Okay. And um, if you read the book, it's, it's a great book, and it's a, about a society where in order to vote, you have to serve in the armed services, yep. you know, and they got these powered suits. They fight these fucking aliens. It's it's a really good book, and and oddly enough, a little bit of trivia. It was actually one of his books where he did this with a few of his books where um, he like introduced his characters. You get through the whole book, and then at the end of the book, you find out that they're black or Mexican or something other than white. Okay. Right. And he did that with a few of his books, and this was during the 60s and early 70s. And it was like his little way to kind of fight racism because he would get people reading his books, and you'd think, hey, this was a good white brother. And then you get to the end, nope, he's Puerto Rican. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. But um, so one of my favorite books when I, was, when I was in high school, and a really, really good book, right? I've loved it. I've read it probably fucking six or seven times, okay? And then this is years ago. We're now. still this talking is, about Starship Troopers? Yeah. This is an old go fuck yourself, but they made a movie called Starship Troopers with Casper Van Dien yeah, or whatever every, the fuck. Everybody's his name is. seen it. Dude. Everybody's yeah. seen it, and it is like he, whoever made the fucking movie, right? It's like it's like what for me it was like walking into the kitchen and seeing your mother, but she's a fucking alien. They took names and a and a, a basic kind of plot from the movie. From the book, and nothing else was the same. They ruined your, your they book. They fucking completely ruined it. They fucked the corpse of the book that I loved. <laughs> okay? And you can't even imagine how excited I was when that movie was Isn't coming that out. Shit, don't you think that shit's going to happen with like The Stand and It and the, the, the Stephen King books that are in production right no, now? No, because King's really involved. And really, um, I think Hollywood has gotten away from doing that so much. There was a time when Hollywood would take a story that people loved and a book that people loved, and they would just fuck it right in the ass. Yeah. yeah. And then put it out and, and wouldn't give a shit. But now, because of the internet and because of, of how big it is being a fanboy now, like, yeah. if they do that, there's a lot of blowback. And you get blowback. You get your Twitter blown up. You get, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get people that are pissed and make a big stink about it. So they don't do it like they did. But there was a time when that happened, and that's what happened with Starship Troopers. So whoever fucking fucked the corpse of Starship Troopers and made it fucking horrible and shitty, go fuck yourself because you, like, ruined my dreams and shit. <laughs> like, I hate you motherfuckers. Well, we have so much. There's so much right now to for TV and books that are being made into TV. Right. And there's so much entertainment right now. You know what I mean? True Detective comes out in, like, two days. Yeah, you know, I'm going to ride somewhat the same pony that you guys are riding about. If you want to ride, talking about about books and and movies or (laughs) or TV series. And and my go go fuck yourself is going to be directed to somebody individual in that industry, and that's Ron Howard. Why? Opie Taylor. Opie? Yeah, go fuck yourself. Ron Howard's made some badass movies. He did, right? He did. But there's also an author who wrote some badass books, and I've read all four of them. And uh, I was looking forward to see what the next movie coming out was, and it never happened. Well, I read uh, The Da Vinci Code, Angels and Demons, oh, yeah. and then The Lost Symbol. And What's now this guy's Inferno. name? It's uh, Dan Brown. Dan, Dan Brown. Brown. Dan yeah, Brown. No, I've read his and, books. And uh, the third book, Lost Symbol, is fucking 
phenomenal. I got trapped in that book. I was done with it in like two days. Boom. Done. I was like, fuck, I'm going to read it again. So I read it twice. And I was thinking, yeah, cool. That means the movie's coming out soon. All right. Never happened. Never happened. Never happened. I'm like, what the fuck? So I start trying to research, see if I can find anything. Couldn't find anything on it. And then the next book came out, Inferno, which is also a badass fucking book. And uh, so I kept researching. And then, yeah, I found a little clipping. It's like, oh, yeah, we're not making the movies. And I was like, what? So Ron yeah. Howard doesn't want to make the movies? No, nobody. What What the fuck? I bet you just, you just I, I don't ended think, it. I think your go fuck yourself was actually to whichever executive decided not right. to give Ron Howard the money to make the movies. <laughs> because Because I... I guarantee if you gave Ron Howard a ridiculously fat paycheck, he'd make those fucking movies. Well, maybe not. He's rich as fuck. Uh, right? I, he I, don't care. I'm pretty sure he was one of the executive producers of making those movies. Oh. He does produce a lot of his own movies. But either way, whoever the fuck it is, go fuck yourself. Because, man, Lost Symbol, you're missing out on a really good one. All right. All right. Okay. Really good one. So we got to go fuck yourselves. We, we do. And we uh, did our little plugs. We did. And it's hot as fuck in this room. Oh, dude. So is it really 9 o'clock at night right now? It is. It is. Holy And mackerel. it's fucking hotter than shit. You know what, guys? What's that? Bye-bye. Bye. And Suck we're done. It. Go to PK's Roadhouse on the toilet. Peligro means danger. Danger, danger, danger. Danger. Will Robinson, danger. Danger.